950, the progressive voice of Minnesota. It's the Matt McNeil Show. So I went into one of the back uh, rooms here and uh, found that the door was locked. Open it up and my God, Mike McIntyre was in there. Is that the, where? Where is that? Where you went? My goodness! I, you know, it's five years. I, I was looking it up <laughs> it, it, since April of 2018. I, it's been I've been knocking on the door. And no one, no one answered. So I, I told you I heard crying back there, didn't you? I, I thought we all both thought it was Patrick. Oh, okay. No, it, 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 it just it, we. I could have sworn there was something back there. Mike McIntyre, and if you don't remember, Mike, of course, hosted a show here, the Uptake, the fantastic news outlet that you were, were running for a long time here at AM 950 for many, many years and uh kind enough to take a step back in to join us back in the studio here yeah it's it's good to it's good to come out here i forgot what traffic was like so <laughs> you said you want to come out here like you sure you want to come out here good luck getting home oh which way do you gotta go uh i gotta take 494 over to egan so oh you, you, you're, we appreciate your service sir. <laughs> <laughs> i just need to get there by you know next week so and you should <laughs> i think that that's what they're calling for uh, so, so first of all, let's catch everyone up. What have you been up to? Um, let's see. I have, uh, I've been doing a stint. I did a stint working for Egan Television. That's mm-hmm. what I did just after I left here. Um, and uh, recently left there to go work for another company where they uh, are kind enough to let me work wherever I want. So I kind of, that was kind of like, whoa, I can do that in video mm-hmm. production. That's kind of cool. And um, working um, working on spinning up a new company for them, a new division, just uh, doing video production. It's an association management company. So. Is it is it video production in regards to news or is it for corporate? What's a, is it is uh, is for associations, so it's kind of like nonprofits. Okay, but uh, yeah, it's it's not strictly news production. It's about you know get news about nonprofits and that kind of stuff. So, well, and that's got to be that's got to be kind of somewhat rewarding because I mean, there's so many great nonprofits out there. They have such great stories that I've, for unless you're part of that organization, you don't ever hear about them. Yeah, and and to be to be clear, these are more of associations. So it's not like the you know uh, the American Cancer Institute or anything. It's like you know the 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 coalition of people who have porta potties. You know, <laughs> literally, <laughs> literally that is one of them. Uh, but it is uh, yeah, it, they all they all try to do good things, and it's good to tell their stories. Okay. Uh, of course, uh, we should mention the uptake. Uh, you uh, that, that when you sold that off, right? Well, no, uh, uh, uptake is still around. Uh, I recently was elected the board chair. Uh, I don't know if that was uh, a penalty or if it was uh, they they needed some help. So I'm I'm the board chair of the uptake, and uh, we're we're kind of uh, pulling the bootstraps up again to get it. Uh, you know, it's you know, it's been tough lately to uh, to make an, uh, a nonprofit news organization work. So it's still kicking, and uh, we're we're hoping to uh, to get it uh, back on track. So you, I, I remember, didn't didn't doubt kick you guys out of the house um, at one point because I mean, if, if you don't, the uptake the uptake is basically a, a great way to say it is a Minnesota based version of C-SPAN. You guys would go over there, just put a camera there, and let you catch catch all the stuff that was going on. Right, that was there. And if I remember, didn't they ban you at one point? Well, it was actually the admi- Palenti administration. Palenti, okay. Yeah, Palenti administration. They may have had some help uh, some from other organizations or other uh, political folks to say, hey, we're really not happy about these folks being here, maybe. So they said, we're going to – we had a lease on an office, and they said, we need to review your lease. And uh, – for the for the time being, we'd rather you not be here. And amazingly, Governor Dayton got elected and all went away. So yeah, funny, funny story. <laughs> well, and, and yeah, I mean, it was that that just tells you kind of everything where Republicans are at today is that the idea of just having a camera to watch what's going on. I mean, this is what someone said to me. One of the best things about the Democrats winning in November 
was the fact that we were going to have open public hearings, which we did, mm -hmm. and we weren't going to have any more of these dog and pony show hearings where it was basically talk about how transgender people are bad or talk about how gay people are bad or talk about how the Democrats are bad, that we got rid of all those. And so we actually got work done. It, the the legislative session here has gotten more work done in the last year than we had practically in the last five. So. Yeah, easy. 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 Yeah. yeah. Uh, unbelievable. Uh, you and I both had a front row seat for the legalization of marriage equity in Minnesota. Yes. Um, you, uh, gosh, I remember, I remember when we were working against the, the constitutional amendment. Mm -hmm. Vote no a, campaign. The vote no, yeah, vote no campaign. Where the, where they were coming, it's like, we don't, you know, <laughs> there's nothing I thought was, you know, the people that were trying to, you know, be bigots against gay people saying, we don't hate gay people. We just don't think you should have the re equal rights. Yeah. And I was like, yeah, okay, this is, it, we defeated that. What I always will remember is the legislator in 2013, after that got defeated, coming on out there and saying, well, we don't know if we're going to address gay marriage yet. And I'm like, what? You just had a referendum. And thank God saner minds applied because it was clear Minnesota was okay with gay marriage at that point. Yeah, and, it, and uh, we, we documented this. I think mm. that's what we're building uh, up to here uh, in How Love Won, which showed all of this happening. And... The people who were running the vote no campaign, you know, had this great moment. They won. They won. And they realized, we're not done yet. Yeah. We're not done yet. we got to do something. Yeah. And, uh, you know, that then uh, what happened was epic in history. And it's it's just uh, the joy of being on the right side of history. How, uh, loved one, where does it start? Where's the story start? Uh, the story starts when Republicans won um, – the House and I think – did they win the House and the Senate? But they won uh, control in 2010 mm -hmm. uh, of the legislature and immediately started plotting what they wanted to do. And they said, we're going to do a, uh, a, a constitutional amendment to make same-sex marriage illegal in Minnesota. And it's a, a playbook that had been tried and done in dozens of states, I believe, before then. And it had always been successful. But they made one – Big mistake in Minnesota. Before one, doing it in Minnesota, but two, they did it and announced they were going to do it like uh, more than a year before the vote was going to happen. A year and a half. Usually, this is like dumped on the electorate, and then mm. you know, three three months later, you vote on it. There was a lot of time to put together that campaign, mm -hmm. and uh, what the movie shows is how the uh, the the supporters of the vote no side took advantage of that and did some incredible things that I don't know if you can still do. But it sure turned a lot of people's uh, opinion from I don't know to you can't do that, mm -hmm. you know. And I, I think – and that's one of the cool things about the movie is it's really almost a, a, a blueprint for how do you approach really hard social issues. Mm -hmm. How do you get people to talk about that? How do you deal with how – you, how do you change people's hearts and minds? And that's tough, especially as the rhetoric and you know the, the you know the Fox Newses of of the world have uh, blown people up so that they they they're toxic. It is hard to do that. I always you brought the point up about them announcing it earlier. I've always said this, and I remember I got I got a lot of Republicans mad at me. So too bad. Okay, that's never <laughs> happened before, Matt. I know that. I I got a bunch of Republicans mad at me because I said if you guys were really trying to get this done. 2011, you should have put it on the bill then because it was an off-year election. Mm -hmm. No you one would, would have showed up. No, no one would have showed up. You had not given a lot of time for that to happen. But because they were looking at 2012 
and the election year, it was all, I mean, clearly there was a lot of direction at this coming from a national level where they wanted, you know, they're going after Obama. They wanted that election out there. They wanted a high Republican turnout. And so they put it for that. But the reality is, is if you truly were against gay marriage, if you put it on that 2011 ballot, you probably would have won that ballot because it was just such a off, you know, we generally just do not vote in off years. It, it gin up the base. Yeah. I mean, that's what this is about is gin up, and everything. In fact, just what we just happened with the debt ceiling is all about ginning up the base, mm-hmm. getting them to, uh, angry and wanting them to get, get out and vote. And I'll, I, that works both ways, though. I mean, take a look what happened with abortion. Yeah. They, the, that was a horrible mistiming. The Republicans didn't control it. It was done by the uh, Supreme Court, but they got their their butt handed to them because of that. You know, even though they took control of the House, they didn't do what they, you would normally do in off your election. Well, and as and I brought up this last hour or last segment, it's I, you know, they are they're desperately trying to turn anti transgender into the new you know you know overturn Roe v. Wade. And the problem that they have is, I mean, even in the state of Minnesota, they don't even think this through. Minnesota's your second largest business. They had just had the story. It's the second largest business in the state. Employs four hundred and forty thousand people in the state of Minnesota, and you guys are going on the, you know, the, you know, going to war against them. That just, it, it doesn't. They, they just, they're drunks in the dark bar throwing haymakers, hitting nothing. And it really does kind of go back to that. It just they fall in love with the idea. They don't fall in love with the practicality of can you even sell something like that here? Yeah, I mean, you, you were last half hour. You were talking about uh, the anti-trans laws in uh, Oklahoma. Oklahoma, yeah. Oklahoma. I used to live in Oklahoma. You know, I, mm-hmm. I survived Oklahoma. I've worked there a long time ago. But um, I I can see where that happens down there. But here's the thing: you can't people. You, you can't do that here. You just can't do that here. People have already learned, and I think that it's going to backfire. This is not Oklahoma, and if, if the Republicans in Minnesota want to latch on to that issue, it's a losing issue. Mm-hmm. you know. But I think we still need to worry because it gives people permission to hate people. And that doesn't happen in a state law. That happens in, you know, s- you know, school board meetings and in city councils and, and other organizations where, you know, you don't have the media kind of covering what's going on. Mm-hmm. I mean, that kind of hate permeates. And that's what's really hurtful about this stuff. It's you know, the Republicans don't realize the people that are pushing it most, the Republicans that are pushing that most are reading their own press releases and are in districts where they are not really in no jeopardy. But it's it's dooming the Republicans statewide because you can't win the state without the suburbs, and the suburbs are not on the side of hate nearly as much as they think they are. Yeah, it is. Um, the the last redistricting uh, was a fair redistricting, and it's um, it's made uh, having a Republican majority a tougher thing. Yeah, uh, we going back to the, the 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 amendment vote. What I remember another thing I remember from 2012 was you know because I we had our sign stolen. It was, it was clear that the anti-gay people, the anti-gay marriage people knew things weren't going their way. Because do you remember, we used to have stories of all of a sudden blocks of neighborhoods losing all their signs in one night. And we'd find them out behind some, like a, a dumpster in Anoka. Mm-hmm. And it was, they, they, they were finding them like that. It was, it kind of came clear as we got to that vote that Minnesota was rejecting this idea and it was not going well for them. It was, I would say up until, you know, election night, it was a nail biter. I don't think anybody who was working the phone said, we're definitely going to win 
but they had an inkling. I yeah. mean, they were talking to people. I mean, that's that's what a lot of the movie shows is just that uh, the way they won this thing is they went out and they made phone calls. And it wasn't like the two-minute phone call you get, you know, uh, talking points, you know, trying to convince you. It was, let's have a deep conversation. Let me call you back next week. Let me talk to you about this. And it was a one-on-one conversation. These type of things, just thousands and thousands and thousands of them turn the tide. Mm-hmm. And that's that. I think that's hard to measure until you get to Election Day. I actually think— the stealing of the signs actually hurt them dramatically too. A lot Didn't of help. people, a lot of people were not on board with that. Uh, Mike McAtee, of course, joining us here. We of course go into 2013, and I remember when that happened. I remember when we we, we passed it here in Minnesota, and it 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 became the law. And it was, it was. I was glad that common sense kicked in there. And as you said, how love won. I mean, love won that day because it was kind of one of those things where. We just didn't. We're not a state that wants to be one like Oklahoma. I mean, no. it, that doesn't relish in taking away people's rights and and hurting other people for your own personal gain. We are a state that you know is generally kind of a decent people, and even out in rural Minnesota, there's not a lot of people out there that are just th- driving and hoping that they can hurt their fellow Minnesotan. And I think that you know it it was it was a really remarkable moment when that did happen. It, it was remarkable. Um, I remember the day because I was out with my camera. It was very hot. Governor Dayton signed this thing, and it was like in the 90s. And I'm off out sweating on the media platform with everybody else with our little camera shooting this thing. Not quite knowing that we're going to make a documentary about this, by the way. We decided afterwards this would be a good documentary. And, you know, there was so much joy that day. People celebrating in the streets and, you know— that weight was lifted. We did interviews afterwards that kind of make up most of this documentary. Mm-hmm. And what you find is, well, number one, people felt like this doing this just validated them as a real person. Before that, they were treated as something else. Mm-hmm. Now it's like I'm, a, you know, I'm real. You know, I, I'm I'm whole. And you know that that's important these days. It really is. Um, if you are if, that feeling of being othered. Is uh, is the worst thing, and when uh, when that that change happened, um, people just celebrated like crazy. Uh, How Love Won the movie has been very well received here, getting lots of accolades. Um, we're ten years later on here. You guys are going to have a special showing of the film, correct? We are. Uh, we a special showing, not just the film, but we've gathered some of the uh, I'll say the the main components of uh, what happened. Richard Carlbaum, who was the uh, uh, campaign manager for Minnesotans United for All Families, is has graciously agreed to uh, come down and be part of a panel along with Senator Scott Dibble, who was the author in the Senate of the Marriage Equality Law, and uh, Kat Rohn, who is with uh, who's the executive director of Outfront Minnesota. We may have a, a couple other surprise guests as well, uh, but we're going to chat after the movie about uh, you know what happened, what has changed, and this new threat that has come up here against trans people and, you know, how that's going to play out. And, you know, can the playbook that we saw in How Love One be used again? Mm-hmm. Well, it's it definitely here. It, it, I think the repercussions of that moment 10 years ago are still happening today because of the laws we just had passed. And I think that you see that Minnesota is still on this trajectory of acceptance and inclusion. And it's 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 a good thing. And I, I got to I got to include the important thing. It's this it's a Next week, Wednesday, yep. 7 o'clock, it's at the St. Anthony, what used to be the St. Anthony Main Theater is now the Main Theater uh, run by MSP Film Society. Tickets are on sale uh, for 10 bucks there. And, uh, 
you know, uh, we, we, we still got tickets left. So <laughs> you can still get tickets. Uh. <laughs> All right. So June 7th, that's Wednesday, 7 p.m., the main theater just over in St. Anthony, Maine. Get your tickets now. You can actually get a pair of tickets right now. Let's do caller number five. Caller number five at 952-946-6205. 952-946-6205. Caller number five. You're going to get a pair of tickets to go see the special 10-year anniversary viewing of How Love Won. That's going to be, once again, the main theater, June 7th, 7 p.m. Go and uh, and, and give us a call, 952-946-6205, 952-946-6205. Caller number five will win. Mike, great to see you, my friend. Hey, good to be over here, and thanks for letting me out of the closet. <laughs> you bet. Mike McIntyre, kind enough to join us. We'll take a break. Come on back. It's the Matt McNeil Show right here on AM 950. Let's dance.